0: Hey everybody, welcome to the WCBC Podcast. My name is Hunter.
1: My name's Alan. And I'm Cody.
0: And we are here. Um, we are back and at it. Uh, super excited to be with y'all this week. Um, and right now we're recording this and this episode will come out here probably a couple of weeks. I've still got some. We're, we're ahead maybe like one or two weeks. Um, unless I deleted stuff just a few minutes ago trying to clean out storage. I just That just hit me a second ago. Wow, I'll have to go look at that um but yeah we're here and uh i can't it's it's technology and it's there's one, so time, much one time one time okay it's a one time okay no this is not the first time <laughs> actually i don't know there was one time and this is why before you Kobe. we
1: we actually got into discussion during the podcast yeah about is this the second rem- or a third was the third what well, we've done for no. i couldn't
0: remember <laughs> um i'll have to look because i yeah okay mm-hmm. we'll get to that later all right um so we are here and we're gonna talk about perspective today. Um now when I talk about perspective, um uh, I, I was I have a definite just the English, basic Oxford languages, you know, um a particular attitude toward or way of regarding something, a point of view. So like we're talking about a point of view today. And if you remember this this last episode, which is gonna come out unless I like I said, just deleted it. Um, We talked about Job. I've got to find that. That's killing me now. Oh, it's killing me. Um, So we talked about Job. And for those of you who have heard the story of Job, um, maybe you've heard someone talk about it. You know, it, it was interesting. Like me and my wife, we were talking about Job in the last week. And she's heard it preached, like she's heard the story, but she's really never sat down and read it before. And I was like, well, that's something we'll put on our to-do list, because right now we're going through Acts. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how he was, how he lived, but like we looked at his life. And, uh, you know, that's what we did on that podcast was we examined Job's life and, you know, kind of in a nutshell, Job ends up thinking that he's righteous and questions God and then Basically, like 38 to 40 is God just like rebuking the snot out of Job and telling him to pull his pants up and be a big boy, fasten his belt. And Job eventually repents. He's like, I, I don't know everything you do. Um, and so, you know, Job had the right perspective in the first couple chapters because when everything went wrong, he worshiped. Mm-hmm. But, but he missed it because by the end, his point of view had shifted to him instead of God. And so, you know, guys, when we talk about, I mean, just like point of view of God, like that phrase, what comes to your mind when I just ask, like, what is a point of view of God?
2: Perspective. Nice. The lenses through the lenses through which you see the world and life and God.
0: What do you think, Alan?
2: Uh,
1: probably a, a little more carnal explanation I would give is your opinion. I mean, everybody's opinion is, uh, you know, Fickle, different, up-down, changes periodically. But, uh, and I've always heard my dad say, opinion's like a belly button. Everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. Ain't do two of them alike? Yeah. <laughs> so when we start talking about uh, our perspective, how do we, what what's our opinion of God? What's How do we look at God? How do we view God? And uh, some of the things that uh, Job explained to us, uh, you know, when I, uh, studied job and, and heard the story and you know i thought job man he's he's got it going on job's a, you know he, he's upright and he he's he's a good guy and uh which is all true but the fact that all those qualities existed in job didn't make him perfect because mm-hmm. he's still human and that sense of you know god why and then God explained to him why. Where are you at? You know, you didn't you didn't help when creation was doing going on. You you were you, you are created.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, like when I hear that phrase, um, I mean, just like what y'all said, like how I see God, like what I think about him. I think opinion hits it pretty well because um, we could ask fifty people and they probably share something a little different. Um, but it, it's it, it's interesting because your perspective only isn't just like your viewpoint and how you see things, but it's also how you're going to live. Cause the, like Cody said, the way you see the world or the way you see life, your worldview, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Like the way you see the world is how you're also going to live in the world.
2: Perception is reality.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, the way you see God is how you're going to believe in God. The way that you see God is how you're going to live for God. And so it's actually a subject that probably doesn't get enough Um, conversation as it should Um, I I think you know and this is just me and I'm guilty of it is you know at one time in my life it was kind of like oh you believe in Jesus great good you're you know and then we just kind of stop there but it's like the more you talk to people like sometimes people say they believe in the Lord but yet like their point of view of him is so bad um, so off and so it's just important and you know here's one thing it's like We're not in here to tell you that our perspective is the the authored (laughs) way of of viewing God, because God's my view gets off every now and then, especially you know when things change. And you know sometimes I feel like, oh, why am I here? And sometimes I'm like, hey, God's put me here. You know what I'm saying? So I
1: think a goal for everybody should be along the lines of the study we went through Wednesday night, which is steadfastness. Mm -hmm. It's that the attempt to become more stable. In our faith, more consistent, less up and down, less in and out, less you know, high moments and low moments, to where we're consistent and we're uh, dependable, that God can depend on us, uh, you know, and and that ability to be that uh, example for folks to see in the workplace or or wherever it's at in their family. <clears throat> Excuse me, to where that God can use us a willing vessel, that that reasonable service.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like. When we look at like that reasonable service, even like what you just ended with, Alan, it's like that's gonna derive. Like I mean, think about this. Like if if somebody has a master or someone has a boss and they can't stand that boss and that's their
2: point of view well they're not going to work for them absolutely not I see it every day bare minimum Yeah. bare absolute absolute bare minimum just enough to not get fired and yep that's it that's, and that's I believe a lot of people as the Christian faith they see it that way you know like hey look I, I know I'm saved I know I have a new creation I know I'm going to heaven that's it that's all I got you know like God all God the only work he's ever done in my life is to get me to come into a, a saving knowledge of him and then once I get saved I'm done that's it. All I gotta do is come in to church on Sunday and then I talk to a lot of people that don't even feel like they need to come to a fellowship. They don't need to do anything. They're fine. That's their perspective.
0: And that's the thing, it's like if my perspective of a boss is wrong, I'm not gonna serve him right. I'm not gonna be there, you know, I'm not gonna work for him. But if it's correct, then yeah, I'm gonna work. Especially as a because we do everything as in the Lord. I mean, he's God puts us in a place God has allowed the boss to be who the boss is. Mm -hmm. And I'm called to do a good job because Christ has put me in a place to be a good steward of the opportunity he's given me. Um, But it's like if my perspective or my point of view is wrong, well, I'm going to blow it. And and that's the thing. It's like what we're getting at is like your point of view of God is so important. And just to say it's important doesn't do enough justice.
1: No, and to kind of parallel with that, let's say that perspective is, okay, I do want to do a good job. I do want to, uh, you know, go above and beyond, but my motive is I want a promotion. Mm-hmm. I want I want something yeah. in return, you know what I'm saying? So the, you can push that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that in, in the secular world, but I'm saying spiritually, we know that our reasonable service is to do our very best, All it's, whatever our capabilities are, it's reasonable, and... We don't expect above and beyond. We only we we do it because we know that's what's expected of us. Yeah, and it's like reasonable.
0: And at the same time, like if you look at you know if your Christian walk and your relationship and your point of view is you know I'm gonna be faithful to God no matter what, whether He takes me somewhere, whether He promotes me in the church, well you know whatever that looks like, like you can take that attitude and take it to your work too. Mm -hmm. Yep, because like I, I love. I love the things that I've learned through scripture about work and um, every day that I go now, I'm not going to say for 10 hours straight, I'm like pedal to the metal, but um, I get my quota done and I do more yep. than my quota yep. because I want to be a good steward of my time. A lot of situations. Some days you might catch me in there and might be like, "What well, are you doing?" not you know, yeah. might be tired or something, yeah. but uh, this is, this is my point of view. Like, Boy, if I'll just be a good steward of this opportunity uh, maybe one day they might want to move me up or they never will, mm-hmm. and I'm cool. you know what I'm saying it's like one time I wanted to do better I wanted to be in a better environment I wanted a better job I wanted and so I tried to go get a uh, another opportunity and I got to pick what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um felt like it wasn't God's will and so like my point of view is off yeah. And so we're getting at we're getting at the main point. And if 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 you've not heard the phrase point of view or perspective at least thirty times now, you're you're a little late. But that's okay. That's what we're talking about. And so it's like what we're gonna do is we've got five characteristics, basically five avenues, five pools, however you want to phrase it. That we're gonna be talking about perspective, and we're gonna be talking about point of view. Um, And all five of these come from a book that I just had to finish for a class or had to use for a class. And uh, I'll bring the title. It's something about uh, changing your perspective of God. And I will have that next week. And I'll tell the author because we definitely want to give credit. This is not of us Mm -hmm. at all. Um, We're using that material. Uh, And and so let me go through these categories real quick um, just so everybody can kind of hear what they are. Um, All right. So the first one is life under god number two is life over god number three is life from god then life for god and life with god and all five of these i believe there's five, one, two, three, four, five. yeah are perspectives that the author is going to write about that are prevalent. And actually, you might hear this and be like, oh, that's me. And and so all we want to do is is be able to talk about these perspectives and, and, you know, share about our own lives. But just for the cause of, our hope is this, is that you'll listen to this and you'll just take it personal. Like, we're not asking you to tell us what you are. We're not asking you to uh, you know, call in or write us in just to start confessing everything you know. I mean, if you email us we want to pray for you, obviously. We love hearing from you, but like what I'm getting at is like just take this personal.
1: Do, do, do. And don't don't put God in one of these boxes. Just listen with an open heart. Let the spirit speak to you. Uh follow him and, and pursue him.
0: And ultimately, like it has to be personal. Um Because this is your point of view, this is my point of view. This is Alan's. This is Cody's. Like that's what we're talking about today, Um, and our point of view is gonna fall maybe one into one of these categories, or it might sound a little similar to a couple things, Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe not. Maybe your perspective is where it needs to be, and ultimately your perspective needs to be biblical. So if you have a biblical point of view of God, then you're good. Bottom line, you you've got a great point of view, and you need to stay consistent in that. But still. Um, I would like to think my view is biblical, but when I read this, I see a couple characteristics.
1: And it's and it, hopefully, this helps a, a lot of people that hear it, because I can look in times in my life when I was, uh, well, we've talked about this off air, off, but when I was maybe uh, you know immature, or m- maybe immature not because of time, but immature because of laziness, or have you want to look, you know what I'm saying, but... There was a point in my life when God really moved on me and, and and pushed me out of my comfort zone and I became dissatisfied with people telling me what to believe about God. And letting folks say, Hey, this is what you need to this is how you need to view God. When if I get intentional about my relationship with God and start pursuing him, God will tell me, and he did tell me, how I need to view him and how I need to pursue him and how he needs to be a part of my life.
0: Absolutely. And that's it. I mean, it has to get to that point. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Uh, you quit worrying about other people's opinion at that point. (laughs) I don't. And that's not that I'm being rude. Please don't think I'm being, you know, disrespectful to anybody that's poured into me. I'm not. But those people's opinion of my spirituality is less important now than it used to be.
0: Yeah. And so starting this off, and we're we're going to get into this first one, and we may not finish it, but we will when we come back um, this next week. Uh, I would actually no no no. Let's do this. I'm just gonna read the scenario. Let's read the example, and next week we'll get into the the meat of it. Um, but this first one is life under God, and I just ask you, just listen to this. Uh, Karen lived a life under God. Now the this is just names. Like the mm-hmm. authors just using random names. So her name's Karen. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Karen lived under God, a caring mother, faithful churchgoer. She was afraid that her life and family would not be blessed. To ensure protection against the many dangers in the world, she made every effort to discern God's expectations and meet them. Karen tried to control God by her obedience. What a scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm telling you, like this really just makes me chew for a second on it. Because, like... Guys, I can't tell you all like, how many times... And let me share how I relate to this. I can't tell you how many times... That I'll have a thought of a danger or like a thought of a scenario that doesn't go in mine and Haley's favor. And my rebuttal to that is, well, I better be more obedient. Mm-hmm. Like just nonchalantly. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. It's like, ha, like, okay, with God, we're like, no, we'd never think about God like that. But like everyday life, like growing up, that was my mindset. You like, Well, you know, I need to make sure that I do better. I need to be obedient. Mm-hmm. That way my parents, my teacher, my coach, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And ultimately that kind of bleeds in to everything else that you see. And so it's like, for me, it's like, I can't tell y'all how many times that I I, I use that as like my uh, conclusion or my answer to the equation of like, okay, oh my gosh, this could happen. So I better be more obedient and it's going to equal out in my favor. Like that's just not it. And that's the hard part because there are people that worry about things. Now, I don't worry about everything, but there are things that I do worry about. And a lot of times when I worry about those things, it's easy for Hunter to try to develop um, a plan. I'm a, I'm a planner. Um, mm-hmm. It's a problem. I'm a planner, but I'm also – I have control problems. So when you – mix a planner and someone with control problems you end up having a controlled planner yeah so it's like when i see these variables that i can't pin down because i i can't figure them out uh, what i start to do is i start to squander a little bit and i'm like okay i've got to figure this out i have to make sure we're going to be good i gotta make sure we're going to be okay Um, like for instance i mean like when you start talking about you know a baby, or trying to have a family, like, a lot of times, like, it's just not easy to just, oh, mm. you know, there it is, um, so, like, for me, like, when we look at, okay, well, we've got to do this, we, you've got to go to your doctor, I need to go to mine, we've got to have this test, we've got to do this procedure, we have to have these vitamins, we have to, and yeah. eventually, it's like, I'm creating a game plan of, like, if we'll do this, we'll be obedient in our ties we'll be obedient to God, man, God's just going to give it to us, but, like, that's not, not it. how it
2: works at all.
0: And in reality, like when you get into that planning mode, it's really mm. not about God anymore. It's about me. And so like when it talks about this, this scenario of this lady, I mean, like here she is with kids in a family and she's worried about those things, but her mindset, boy, if I'll just work myself to death for God and the command, I mean, really you're adopting a Jewish yeah outlook, you know, like if I follow the commands, I'll be good. Um, and, and that's super unhealthy. So, guys, when you look at this scenario, and I, I've shared a little bit, like, what do you see in this? Maybe in yourself or, or or just something that sticks out to you maybe you've seen before in
1: life. So it's it's one of those, uh, again, self-reflecting times where, yes, I can see myself in this position. But, again, I, I, if we marry this topic with sanctification uh, early on, the, the, those things are, are you know, God knows we're, we're immature. God knows there's ignorance, and that's not a, intended to be ugly either. But there's there's a there's a lack of knowledge there on my part. There's a lack of understanding on my part, and His tactics of training and teaching me are so I mean mind boggling. He knows exactly what to do. It's like when I was a kid, right? My parents would teach me uh, when I disobeyed them. I know what was coming. <clears throat> there was a you know spanking coming, and when I when I was little, man. I'd just squall and carry on. The older I got, man, I could take the whooping. Mm-hmm. I could stand there and take it. And, and one of my goals was, don't you, don't you shed a tear, don't you show any emotion. You just stand there and take it. But eventually, as I got older, the fact that I had hurt them, that they were disappointed, hurt way worse than the corporal punishment hurt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So... uh God developed me from a position spiritually to where I'm walking around thinking, man, God, if, if I can just go to church more regularly, if I can read my Bible more, if I can do this more and more and more, then good things are going to start happening to me, you know what I'm saying, to a position where I understand that, man, God's plan for my life is perfect. It's perfect as it is. And again, those bad times that come, why, why do I view them as bad? Put their actual molding and sculpting me into what a a better version that God wants me to be, yeah. if my perspective's in the right place, There's that word again,
2: yeah me growing <clears throat> not so much my perspective in that one of like if I do enough good things that I'll receive something in return, but that's like how it was growing up, you know um in a church of Christ legalistic background, like my parents' perspective was like that like you know if bad things happen to someone if somebody uh lost their job or something bad happened with their child, their child got in trouble or you got in trouble or something bad happened. It was like, well, I mean, car tore up. They they must've been (laughs) doing something. God's, God's trying to get their attention. They need to watch what they're doing. You know, I mean, look at the pastor's kids, the pastor's (laughs) kids don't do anything bad. You know, that's the kind of the the kind of perspective that we had Um, for me in my own life. It was more of a, you know, I'm okay as is I'm saved. I'm, I'm, I'm made new again, and that and that's it. There's no sanctification. There's no anything in that. And that anything bad that may come may have reflected from my lack of faith. I just got to trust God through this. I got to trust God through this. I got to um, either, is there something wrong with me of God trying to get my attention on something? You know, that that's more of my perspective. Not so much of I'm going to receive good things.
0: Oh, excuse me. Bless you. If I follow
2: along with him.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's good. I mean, yeah. that's good. And and that's the thing. It's like, everybody's different. But like, when you look at this, these sections and these categories, it, it's like all of them, what I love, is everything we're going to talk about um, can get to the same with the Bible, is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And, and it's like, I look at my life and it's like, man, uh, I might struggle with control or worry. Cody may not alan may may not but it, it 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 comes down to it it's like we all at one point in our life from childhood up maybe teenage years or maybe you know a wonky few years in college like when people get into sanctification and people get into scripture and people get in discipleship this is one thing i say hey, this said my wife this morning i said do you think your perspective has changed through the years and she said yes And that's the reality. It's like when you take the Scripture and you take God's Word and you line it up with the way you see God and you really start studying how people saw God. I mean, like, the Jews... Listen, the Jews' perspective was that they could cast lots and that was God's will, Mm -hmm. whatever it landed on. And it's like, man, why? How did they get to that point? Why were they at that point? What did their faith look like? I mean, what did their journey look like? And it's like, man... When you start looking at the faith that they had, that's why they viewed it like that. exactly,
1: exactly. Again, I made a statement earlier, and I want to go back and clarify. uh, Please don't think that I'm disrespectful for anybody who's poured information into me. There is a time where I need to be told. I need need that information. I need a good teacher. I need a good preacher. I need someone to instruct me. I need that. But there is absolutely no replacement for hands-on application, experiencing God in your everyday life living every situation every hardship every high point you've got to have that practical knowledge that comes through exercising what you believe in god Mm -hmm. it's got to be there
0: and that's like what we're going to talk about so like next week when we come back because we're going to end here in just a second next week when we come back uh we're going to spend some more time um, on, on this subject but i i want to share some scripture of like how i've Worry about those things and how I've done that, but then what Scripture says, and I mean that's the whole realigning perspective right yep. with Scripture. Yep. And I want to share a little bit more about that next week because, like, I have to change. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes. I had to change. Yes. Because if I would have went my whole life with just the perspective that uh, man, if I'm more obedient then God will give me more. Mm -hmm. And then I went my whole life like that.
1: And here I am going to sound disrespectful again. I'm not. Please don't. (laughs) But how many people in church are like that tree that's planted by the water? (laughs) I shall not be moved. Right? Right or wrong, I ain't going to move. I'm not not giving an inch. I'll be quiet.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. It's like, how many people have a view that has been created through experience, tradition, legalism. Yeah, history. and I'm, I'm all about
1: I'm all about steadfastness, taking a stand, absolutely but on here, stuff that matters. But
0: here's where I'm going with this, Alan. How many of them are the, they're saying they're the tree that can't move? But then when you examine their perspective, there's no bobble in it whatsoever. Exactly.
1: No. And we take a stand on stuff that don't amount to frostbit, hill of beans. they have no consequent, uh, eternal consequence whatsoever. It's just tradition.
0: And, and that's a problem. It that's is why,
1: a problem. It's why the huge,
2: scripture says, lean not on your own understanding. It's a huge problem. It's, all,
1: it's also, again, this is my perspective. I think it's why churches today don't have the appeal they used to have, because what they're presenting is not attractive.
0: Yeah, and, and this is, oh, man, that's a big category, Alan. Yeah, sorry. but <laughs> No, and but what you said, Alan, it's like, we're not looking for subjective. Mm-mm. we are looking for absolute truth that will change your life and we're only going to find that one place
1: the scriptures that's it
0: so next week when we come back and we start talking about this a little bit more we're going to share some scripture and some uh, we're going to get into the meat of like the passage of what we're talking about from this book and uh, hey I hope this is going to challenge y'all and encourage you all at the same time so guys do y'all have anything else you'd like to say
1: God bless God bless
0: All right, we'll see you guys next week